show. In this episode, we are going to hear from bands that were part of the power pop genre of the 1970s. Back in the 70s, music had become divided into separate categories and formats in the wake of the 1960s musical boom. Each musical style had gained separate audiences, and the unity that had been prevalent throughout the 60s was now broken up into its own particular market when music evolved in separate directions in a new decade. Soul music was giving way to disco, psychedelic rock had morphed into progressive rock, and pop music was now largely watered-down, easy-listening ballads. Kids in a new decade needed their own music scene, just like the previous decade had the Beatles and the British Invasion bands. Kids and teens wanted to have fun, and the state of current music wasn't offering any. Kids didn't want to hear from grizzled singer-songwriters who sang about running on empty or other world-weary sentiments. They wanted to hear about young love and lust. They wanted upbeat music that was reminiscent of the Beatles and other 60s pop bands because the new generation had missed Beatlemania. They were born too late and missed out on that scene. New bands emerged that had songs with hooks and harmonies that sounded similar to the Beatles sound. Throughout the decade, several bands emerged briefly to fill that gap. Some became successful and others became cult favorites. We're going to start the show with the band that briefly became the closest thing to a phenomena in the power pop genre. This is The Knack, and for a brief moment they were at the summit of the music scene and pop culture. This is the explosive opening track from their album Get The Knack. It's aptly titled Let Me Out. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul. Let me out, come get me out, cause I've been stuck in for too long Let me out, out, come get me out, baby, baby, be where I belong The time is right for stepping on the light My cup is full and I 
Those were the Osmonds with Crazy Horse. It was their answer to Led Zeppelin's guitar riff to the Immigrant Song. As it happens, Zeppelin were fans of the Osmonds and hosted a party on their behalf in England. I will say that Merle Osmond is one of the most underrated singers in rock. Listen to the power of his voice on that track. He's touring as a solo artist these days, especially in England, where he is still very popular. Before the Osmonds, we heard from another successful act from the 70s, the Bay City Rollers. They did Money Honey with that cool Mark Bolan guitar riff. Sadly, we recently lost Leslie McGowan and Alan Longmuir. Before the Rollers, we heard from the Saturday morning kids' show favorites, the Hudson Brothers, and they did Coochie Coochie Coo. Mark Hudson is still active in the music business. I met him once back in 2005 at a Ringo Starr show at the El Rey Theater in West Hollywood. Very nice guy. I also met Jeff Lynn there, too. I'm telling you, you gotta live in the right town to make these kinds of connections. Get out of the sticks. We also heard from Lean Lovick with Lucky Number. Preceding her, we heard from Bram Tchaikowski with Girl of My Dreams. Before him, we heard from the Rubenews with I Want to Be Your Boyfriend. Prior to them, we heard from the Cars with Let's Go. They were such a great band and had success well into the 80s. We also heard from the Raspberries with Go All The Way, which was a massive hit for them back in 1972. They pretty much started the power pop genre as it was known in the 70s. Before them, we heard from one of the greatest bands that no one knows about. They are The Shoes and they had a fantastic album called Present Tense, and they did Tomorrow Night. They are one of my favorite bands. And we started the show with The Knack, and they did Let Me Out. At this point, I want to thank Melissa Lofkus for suggesting this show idea, as well as a Halloween episode. She knew The Knack and was friends of Doug Figer and the rest of the band. She is currently developing her own show, and it's going to be a good one. I'll be a producer on the show, so watch this space. We're going to continue with a band that were one of the best pop bands of all time. Sadly, they are also one of Rock's tragic stories as well. But as these years go by, we can enjoy the music and not think about the tragic outcome of the band's misfortunes. If you were to get a group of people together who didn't know who they were or knew the story of the band's career, and you played them their albums from the first to the very last, then they would likely have the shared opinion that they were the greatest band ever. They're in that damn top 10 as far as I'm concerned. This is Badfinger. You're listening to Psychedelic Soul.
just heard from the most popular band of the power pop genre, Cheap Trick. They did stiff competition. Before them we heard from Canadian band Claw 2. They did Anus from Uranus. This was the band that people were led to believe were the actual Beatles reformed in the 70s. It was a cheap publicity stunt that the band's label Capitol Records circulated to give the band more exposure for their debut album, which was good on its own without the hype. They sort of sounded similar to the Beatles, but anyone who loved the Beatles could take a look at the track listing of the Claw 2 album and know that the Beatles wouldn't have written a song titled Anus from Uranus. I mean, really. Before that track, we heard from New England with a great pop tune called Don't Ever Wanna Lose Ya. It was produced by Paul Stanley of Kiss. I had the 45 when it came out. Great first album. Before then, we heard from the Dwight Twilley band with You Were So Warm. Hmm. Prior to Dwight, we heard from Big Star, and they did September Girls. This was later famously covered by the Bangles. We also heard from San Francisco band The Flamin' Groovies, and they did a very Beatlesque song called All I Wanted. Sorrel Jordan is still leading the band to this day. We heard from the band 2020, who did Yellow Pills. They were known mainly by the LA scene makers of that time, like Melissa. They're still not well known outside of LA circles. Before then we heard from Television, who were one of the early New York punk bands, or new wave bands if you will. They did See No Evil. Prior to them we heard from The Beat, not to be confused with the English Beat. They did Rock and Roll Girl. And we started off the second set with Fatfinger doing No Matter What. Good stuff. Look up the show for set lists and other pop culture items at our Facebook Psychedelic Soul Group. I like hearing from you. We're going to close the show with the records, and they are going to do a song that best epitomizes the aesthetics of the 70s power pop generation. This is Tina Rama. Thank you for listening, and I wish you peace, love, and good times. We'll catch you again on the next show. As always, you're listening to Psychedelic Soul.
the sun.